This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. As uh, noted by Dr. Stobo earlier, UC Health is moving towards a system-wide approach to healthcare provision, and much of this colloquium is designed to present various views of what that entails. And while we intuitively know that we need to do this to realize the triple aim, increase efficiencies, reduce variability in processes, outcomes, and costs, getting there, as you know, is difficult because it really does demand a value and culture change to do it well. And in addition to the grants that have been funded and that you're uh, going to be you've seen recently this morning and you'll see later on this afternoon, there's been a number of uh, collaboratives that have sprung up that are being led by leaders in various clinical service lines and in, in, all with an effort towards moving towards a system-wide approach. And a couple of those collaboratives are uh, in presenting posters today. They are the fetal uh, consortium and the perioperative collaborative. So please, during lunch, take a, chance, take a look over at those collaboratives because they're very interesting and being led by uh, senior leaders in those ser- services. So today we're featuring the UC Surgery Cardiac UC Cardiac Surgery Consortium that is actually being led by the Cardiac Surgery Department Chiefs at each of the medical centers. And we're here to discuss the UC way. And the goal of this panel discussion is to really present some of the nuts and bolts of how five individual service lines come together to really create a system-wide service line. And what that means in terms of uh, implementing evidence-based practices that are shared and measured to ensure fidelity and consistency with implementation and really lead to reduced variation reduce costs, and better outcomes across the five medical centers. So with that, it's been my pleasure to work with these gentlemen and their teams, and I'd like to introduce to my left Dr. Richard Scheman from UCLA, Dr. Jeff Milliken from UC Irvine, Dr. Michael Madani from UCSD, Dr. Nihilus Young from UC Davis, and Dr. Scott Merrick from UCSF. And I'd like you all to please hold your questions until the end. We will have some time for questions and answers. So starting with Dr. Scheman. Can you please share some background and history behind the Cardiac Surgery Consortium, how you decided to all come together and create this collaborative, and what you hope to achieve, what your vision is? Well, thank you, Karen, and thank you for the organizers of the the colloquium to invite us to uh, present our perspective and how we came together to form actually a consortium of cardiac surgery. Obviously, cardiac surgery is among the most measured Uh, medical specialties. There's public reporting, both of individual surgeons in the state of California and all of our medical centers. And therefore, the culture among cardiac surgeons has always been measurement, process improvement, and benchmarking ourselves so we know where we stand and what we need to do to get better. In addition, every one of the cardiac surgical sites among the UCs have participated in a professional database called the Society of Thoracic Surgeons Outcomes Database, which has existed for about 20 years and probably has over 5 million patient records nationwide. And this has been part of the culture of what we do. A few uh, years ago, the Chartist Group was partnered with the Office of the President to help all the medical centers look at their outcomes and also look at some of the uh, benchmarking, how we compared within the state and within the country. Tom Rosenthal, the um, 
uh, chief medical officer at UCLA, came to me with cardiac surgery data. Now, obviously, this data looked quite foreign to me because I'm used to looking at STS data, which is a database of the Society of Thoracic Surgeons and C Corp. And I knew that these data came from administrative databases. And there's been multiple studies showing that administrative data has certain error rates involved in it. And that led for the ability to have a discussion with the Chartist Group to understand why they did not have access to data that we looked at as professionals. And as that conversation evolved, they were quite excited to have access to what could be called best practice data, and that is the SCS data. That led to, about two years ago, a retreat at UCLA where all five of the sites came and it had the administrative leadership, clinical leadership, data coordinators, and a host of other clinicians that helps make cardiac surgery run at our individual medical centers. Because the cardiac surgeon doesn't work in a vacuum. There's obviously anesthesia, critical care, nursing, and a whole host of others that are absolutely essential, not to mention the data collection, where over about 150 data elements are collected on every single patient as they go through their care at our hospitals. Out of that working group and that retreat, we decided that we would focus on four major areas that were very important to not only the patient experience, complication rates, potential mortalities, and also things that drove the cost of care. <clears throat> Those areas include reduction of blood utilization, arrhythmia prevention, early extubation, which would drive a shorter time in the intensive care units and hopefully their length of stay, and also reduction of readmission. We then set up multidisciplinary groups with representatives of all five hospitals, including um, multi-specialty individuals that touch the patient for each one of these individual uh, projects. And after about six months to a year worth of work, they came up with evidence-based best practices, part of it driven by looking at data across the five UCs. So one of the very, very important components was to share data among sites, not only clinical outcomes data, but also financial data. By doing this, we were able to develop best practices. Then becomes the second hard piece, which is implementation and getting buy-in at our individual sites. And then, obviously, remeasurement and trending data over time in order to ensure that what we have come up with as a first approximation how to improve the process of care really leads to improvement and reduction of variation among the five UC sites. Then we take the financial data and add it to the clinical outcomes data and that should give us a very good way to be sure that not only the improvement in care is leading to improvements in outcomes, but also reducing the cost of care at our individual sites. As we've done this work over two years, it became clear that through the leadership, both at our individual institutions and among the five of us, that we really had the opportunity to form a consortium that would have legs over time because we are extremely focused in order to be able to provide the best care, not only in California, but within the nation. And therefore, we are interested in continuing to have 
not only access to data and have the appropriate vendor be able to display that data for us so we can have a data-driven organization as far as how we approach the process of care. So where do I kind of see us going over time is to only increase this collaboration and come together as a single UC service and that is service line in cardiac surgery and all the other components that work together to give the quality of care that we wish for all of our citizens and our patients. Thank you. Does anyone else have anything they want to add? Dr. Milliken, can you describe how you envision how this project is going to progress and move forward, what metrics you're examining, and what you're doing to capture the data? I'll add uh, just slightly to some of the things that Dr. Scheman said, which was quite comprehensive, really. We, uh, from our national database, uh, we learned that uh, accumulating our data allows us to uh, judge how we do against national standards, but it doesn't really let us um, compare how we're doing locally and, uh, and uh, certainly not as a group. So as the UC system got together and we looked at these uh, different um, um, preliminary uh, categories, we noted that while as a whole all the UC programs did well, in some areas, some programs were outstanding and a little bit more, um, uh, had, had better outcomes in certain areas than others. So we uh, got together and we looked at, at this and we decided how to do these best practices. And what we noted from that is that each of us got better, some to more degrees, but in all of those areas, we improved our processes, we improved our outcomes. So that was a, that was a revelation. And uh, as a system, we can do this. We can work together and do this. And it had some, um, some uh, collateral uh, um, effects, as, uh, as Dr. Scheman mentioned, is that we began working in much better concert with, the, with our colleagues in anesthesia, in perfusion, in the ICU, and in, um, in case management, et cetera. And we noted uh, a very strong team building uh, process going on that was, um, was pretty uh, spectacular and uh, very positive on our service. Uh, we were able to identify systemic problems in the institution. We identified clinical problems in the way that we did things and among ourselves and our colleagues. And we also identified issues that we have with our patient population. And going forward now, what we, we began to recognize that the, the data that we have is clinical data, and it's very, very comprehensive, but it's not everything that we need. And we need to be able to drill down in, in a much more precise way. We need to look at uh, individual processes. And we need to look at them in terms of um, clinical and administrative data. So what we've begun to do now is, uh, is set up an um, RFP for a specific database that will allow us to organize the hospitals uh, whose financial data is disparate in, in terms of how it's interpreted. We don't know precisely what each of the things we do cost and uh, what 
precisely our, our reimbursement is. And this, as um, Lorraine Ward explained, is very important in order to um, deal with bundled payment systems, which we would like to uh, uh, really participate in. So going forward with this new database, if we can get this up and running, which we certainly plan to do, we can expand this to other uh, topics. We can look at our data in real time moving forward. We can standardize further our practices and add in cost data, know what our complications uh, cost and know what avoiding the complications saves. And then we can produce a system-wide uh, cost-efficient uh, best practices that will allow us to participate in that bundled payment system. Anything to add, gentlemen? Dr. Badani, in making the shift towards implement, implementing the system-wide approach um, to the services, what barriers are you seeing or anticipating? And how, in your own institution or system-wide, and how are you addressing that, or how do you envision addressing that? No barriers. We haven't had any barriers at all. Uh, I was just kidding. Um, <laughs> before I start, uh, I also want to echo what my colleagues have said, and thank you, Karen, and thank you, uh, the colloquium, for having us here. Uh, this has been an exciting endeavor over the last couple of years, and we've learned quite a bit, but obviously we've had some barriers as well. And to, to understand the barriers, you have to look at the background. You know, we're, we're used to practicing in our little silos at each institution and report the data and compare ourselves nationally. And now we're going from that to trying to combine all our data at five institutions, compare quality and cost between institutions and then try to compare that to a national standard and come together. So there, there, is, there was a cultural change essentially and um, uh, trying to get out of the silos at each in individual institution and bringing all of us together and implementing a, an ongoing performance improvement strategy uh, that, that can be applied at each campus. Um, some of that also required a change in culture in terms of sharing our data and sharing our data, not just the clinical data, which we do with the STS, but um, also other data, be it uh, cost and um, staffing, resource management. And I think that has been a challenge. Even at each institution level, it's still a challenge. And to bring that and have a uniform cost reporting that can be applied at each institution, um, it's still an ongoing challenge. And that's one of the things that we really need to address over the, you know, the next phase of this project, uh, trying to have a, a, a uniform way of uh, reporting not just our clinical data, but, but everything else that goes along with that. And, and that really requires a, um, a strong, uh, obviously, uh, support from the leadership at each institution. And we've been fortunate to have had that at each one of our institutions, but we need to take that to the next step and have um, uh, really realize that we need to have an accountable team approach. Uh, as we move forward, not just an indi individual um, person or individual institution, but a team approach as a whole and, and have all the le leaderships essentially come together and uh, be able to uh, share the data in a uniform manner. And, and I think that's, that's really the next phase as we move forward. Oh, one comment. 
I would like to make is whenever we have a complex problem, it always has to be broken down into smaller units. And there's no doubt that the work that we're doing as a cardiac surgery consortium is a first step. But providing cardiovascular services to citizens, people who insure with us, is really where the end goal is. And obviously, the partnership in product line management is really the cardiologist and the cardiac surgeon and all the supporting teams that work together. So one of our really big challenges are to be sure that our focus may seem to be surgery, but to have a broad enough uh, agenda so that we're engaging others. And luckily, the field of cardiology has as robust data sets and databases through the American College of Cardiology. And on the national level, they've actually been combined and even combined with Medicare data. So we need to leverage that work that has already been done to continue to improve our care. Because the key is, is that we cannot internally fight whether people get a PCI versus a coronary bypass. We want to make sure that there's best practice and heart teams are promoted in order to be sure the patients get to the right clinicians and we agree on the care that we're going to provide our patients. Thank you. Anybody yeah. else? Dr. Young, um, in looking at how the decisions are being made between the five of you, um, how are you uh, working together in terms of, how is it going in terms of what you're trying to accomplish, and are there any other unintended consequences that you think are uh, going to arise? For instance, these are five practices who in some instances compete with one another. Now you're coming together as a system. What does that mean, and how do you address that? Well, Karen, there's an old saying that the love for cardiac surgeons is inversely proportional to their physical distance from each other. <laughs> so, 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 so I think it, it's quite helpful that we're all in different geographic regions because I, I don't, we don't feel the competition. I, I think, in, in fact, just the opposite. I, I do think that um, uh, as a group, we've been extremely collegial. Um, I think we've been able to stay on task thanks to your leadership and, and constant uh, efforts uh, with us. But, um, you know, it's, it's certainly my great pleasure to work with uh, some very esteemed colleagues here and to attempt to benefit um, for our program and for all the uh, programs in the consortium the uh, uh, pooled expertise that we have here because um, I, whether or not everybody realizes it, um, cardiac surgery patients, I think, are arguably the most uh, precariously ill or critically ill and dynamic group of patients in any hospital uh, that uh, practices cardiac surgery. So we're very anxious to do our very best for that pool of patients. Uh, we have been under a microscope for many years uh, with the public reporting processes. So we look for any opportunity we can to collaborate and uh, move our, our product line forward. I, I would say that uh, from a standpoint of unintended consequences, uh, the, the, the growth that uh, we need in our metrics that have already been alluded to is a, is a, critical, is a critical piece here. 
And uh, I think we were all a little bit naive about the opportunities for granularity. Uh, but on the other hand, with that opportunity has come the burden of trying to sift through and control the cost uh, so that we can really launch our, our combined efforts to improve the quality. Thank you. Anyone want to add anything to that? And Dr. Merrick, in moving towards a system-wide clinical service line, how do you and your colleagues plan to sustain the gains and continue with ongoing performance improvement efforts as new evidence continues to come to light? Tough question. Uh, yeah, I'd like to first express the same kind of thoughts that Nihilus just expressed. Uh, when we started this project a couple years ago, I was somewhat pessimistic looking down the panel that... Um, you could get any of us to agree on anything. Uh, if cardiac surgeons are more or less infamous for that. And I must say it's been a real pleasant surprise to, uh, to work with everybody. It is collegial. Uh, we've shared a lot of great ideas. We've had a lot of great meetings. Well, how do you do that? I, I think, uh, and how do you sustain that? Uh, when I look back on the things that have changed at our own campus, uh, if you just take one silly little thing like hand washing, uh, when it was first introduced, uh, it was a painful process for everybody to go through, particularly cardiac surgeons. So you just couldn't get them to do it. Uh, and sure enough, when they sent the surveys out, as I'm sure Josh Adder will uh, confirm, uh, cardiac surgeons didn't do very well. And, of course, it was my responsibility to come to my faculty and say, look, you guys, you you, you got to gel in and gel out just like everybody else does. And most people would say, I don't have a problem with wound infections. Why should I do that? Uh, well, I think the, the process that was developed uh, is similar to what we're doing now, which is uh, we developed a pretty robust uh, group of people at that monitor that. Uh, we have uh, quarterly uh, printouts on who's achieving success. And to my amazement, uh, our service for the last couple quarters has been 100%. Well, how does that translate into cardiac surgery and what we're doing? Uh, I think, as uh, Richard mentioned, we have an incredible uh, medical database, one of the most powerful in the world. Uh, we have great communication between our centers at this point, thanks to a lot of different individuals. And we're developing a process, I think, to, to mine this database to bring not only uh, medically relevant information, but financial information, which we've never really done before, which will bring a lot of uh, interest to the table. I think the goal is really not to... Um, try to homogenize our differences, but to emphasize our strengths. And that way, I think you'll get the faculty and the caregivers uh, at all the different levels to be real shareholders in the whole process and to make the whole process self-sustaining. Thank you. And we have some time, um, some final thoughts from each of you. Dr. Scheman? Well, I have a vision that each of our medical centers <clears throat> work within a city and within a very localized region. But because of the way we're geographically spaced throughout California as a system, we really have advantages not only statewide but within a region of the country. But I think our goals should be a national scope, 
uh, particularly with quote-unquote medical tourism, if not global, because we have access to Asia and South America and maybe even Canada. So there's a lot of opportunity for us. You know, we taking a line from uh, Terry Leach's uh, talk, building powerful coalitions. Obviously, with the support of the Office of the President, particularly Jack, Terry, and now Karen, and a focused attention on the work we're doing by our local administrative staff, because we need resources to be able to do this work and do it well. We just came back from our national meeting of one of our major cardiothoracic organizations in Toronto, and the presidential address was really focused on three areas. And one is clarity of purpose, focused attention, reduction in distractions, and the pursuit of excellence. And I think that's a very good theme, not only for this coalition, but for the entire University of California healthcare system. I'm very um, pleased of the things that uh, we've learned from uh, the other institutions. We face the same challenges and we handle them in different ways. So um, the coming together has made uh, a real difference. I think it's improved patient care. Um, not too long ago, I had the opportunity to take care of a patient, uh, a local patient, um, who happened to be an executive from the Target company. And I found out that if this hadn't been an emergency, he would be going to the Mayo Clinic in Arizona. And, uh, you know, if we do things the right way, and if we continue to build our program as a single entity, I can see where um, these we'd have the opportunity to uh, to contract in the same way, and these people would stay local. And they'd they'd stay with UC. Um, Karen, you asked me to talk about barriers, but I want to take a second and talk about all the positive uh, energy that's been behind us the last couple of years, and not just from the group you see here. We represent a, a huge group of people behind us. As Richard mentioned, not just cardiac surgery. This has brought um, anesthesia, cardiology, pulmonary medicine, um, perfusion, nursing. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting people, respiratory therapists, for all these projects that have come together. And, and uh, that's why it has been successful. As um, Jeff mentioned, we have seen improvement. We were already very good and provided very good care and now we've been able to even improve on that and and uh, our vision is that we continue to support this energy that already exists and be able to provide um, uh, to be the top uh, center the top referral place for cardiovascular service line and the next step obviously will be to include other disciplines within cardiovascular service line including cardiology pulmonary vascular group vascular surgery and neurovascular services um, and, and I think uh, we're at that point we just need to make sure this group continues and, and uh, grows into the other uh, services yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks to everyone here, and particularly to my large contingent of uh, UC Davis colleagues. It's great to see you all here. I, I think our, our role, um, instead of um, finishing with a congratulatory note, I'll, I'll end up with a plea. 
and that is, uh, I, I really uh, was happy to see the title spread in the in the in the meetings uh, focused title. Um, scalability would be what the uh, nonprofit world, uh, world would refer to uh, as spread, but that only that only occurs with excellence. And, and that has to be an across-the-board institutional commitment uh, for not only our programs, but all of the programs highlighted here today. So as we all go back home uh, and um, I think deservedly applaud our efforts here today, I think the commitment to an excellent product is really the key to success. Well, I agree with Malice, and it's uh, it's great for us on this panel to look out in the audience and, and not only see uh, other members of our uh, respective teams, but the uh, leaders in our own institutions here. I think it really gives us a lot of uh, motivation to make this happen and uh, knowing that they're uh, very interested because uh, that's essential. I think it won't really go forward easily without uh, the people above us really endorsing all these projects. Well, I have to say that working with these gentlemen here has been a real pleasure for me, and their willingness to get up and, and be on the phone with me at 6 o'clock in the morning is, uh, before they go into the OR, um, has just been, it, it's just been great. It's been a great experience. I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you uh, on this project. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.